Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Gabriel Buigas, the new executive vice president and head of contracts, compliance, and commercial services at Integrion, an alternative and global managed services provider. Hi, Gabriel. How are you? Good, Ari. Glad to be here. I'm glad to be on your show. I've been a fan for a long time, so I'm, I'm glad I, I can finally actually be a participant. Well, the feeling's mutual, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and your new role with Integrion. I'm going to cover the most germane parts of my background, so because it encompasses all parts of the legal services delivery model. I started my career in big law with uh, my last stint at, at Greenberg Troig. And then I spent 19 years in-house and it was almost getting a PhD in legal services delivery and transformation. The most interesting aspect of that experience was everything from starting the Latin America region legal department that we started from. I was the first hire, but eventually we became a $7 billion region. So providing legal services during hyper growth was right, an incredible learning experience. I participated in the integration of Compact when we did the merger. So integrating a very large legal department was also critical. And then when I moved into Palo Alto, we did a huge transformation of the legal department. We basically, we saved about $200 million by insourcing a tremendous amount of work. We almost created a captive law firm inside of of Hewlett-Packard, but we tried all kinds of things. We hired first-year attorneys. We insourced things like litigation, parts of litigation that at the time was very unusual for people to do. But we also started experimenting with alternative legal services providers. So we were early adopters of outsourcing. We worked with Quizlex, we worked with United Lex, we worked with Axiom, and we did it. We tried all kinds of things. So I have kind of a unique perspective as being on the other side and buying the services from an alternative legal service provider and understanding what good services delivery looks like and what value looks like. And then toward the end of my HP career, I moved back to Miami and always being really passionate about legal services transformation. I took a detour and and joined United Lex for a period of time and helped build their contracting practice. After my transition from United Lex, I was seeing what the next challenge would be and the next opportunity. And Integrion was looking, and I, I love the platform. I love the management team. I love the fact that it's a new PE investment, and they're focused on growth and brings 25 years of experiences together at the right time to help somebody really grow this space. Your business unit has a wide-ranging focus. What are your main priorities at the outset? My initial priority is going to be in the contracting space. And we're looking at a couple of different things. And some of it is just additive services, right? To make sure that we have an extensive portfolio of areas in contracting that we can really better service our clients, our both existing client base and new clients. And also I'm looking at, at potential geographic expansion opportunities as well. Integra, as you know, has a longstanding alternative legal services provider, has a set of marquee clients in the contracting space, but there's opportunities to grow that, to expand it and also to introduce some new service offerings. And that's what we're hard at work right now. It's my second day at the job, but it's almost time to to finalize our plans for 2022. So we're hard at work at doing that. How are organizations 
leveraging technology to manage their contracts? A variety of different ways. At a minimum, an organization should use at least workflow automation. And why? Because they need an understanding of what their contracting volumes and portfolios look like. It's really hard to tackle transformation of contracting or improvements around contracting if you don't understand what contracting you're doing. So there's a number of technologies out there that are pretty good at at workflow automation. So I'm seeing companies adopt workflow automation because it's really one of the first steps in, in improving your contracting function. Some people are taking advantage of document automation um, technology, particularly if you're thinking about introducing self-service offerings for, for your business clients. I think a good document automation technology can help you effectively implement that. And of course, the CLM space has been exploding. Every day you, you seem to read a, a new investment from a PE into a CLM. And some of these investments now are, are getting to be quite large and, and quite late stage. And there's a lot more interest in licensing of CLM platforms. And finally, I would tell you the other tool that's also more matured and and more accelerated is is more use of AI, right? Particularly if you think of just in whether it's M&A due diligence, whether it's a regulatory review and remediation project, more and more people are looking at AI and how they extract the data that exists. Given all of this opportunity, all the excitement, the technology, what contracting challenges should organizations expect in 2022? One I would start with, you know, as we, we get back a little bit to normal from the pandemic, as we have a robust regulatory environment, there's, there's always just the more work than your lawyers and contracting professionals can deal with. And so it's how do you deal with volumes? How do you make sure people are focused on the right activities? What are those things that you can introduce process and greater standardization for? And I will also tell you the challenge is, as more and more people license CLM systems, how do they make sure they can effectively implement them, right? I mean, it's, I've seen CLM systems for most of my, my career. I was telling somebody, one of the first CLM systems I saw took 14 screens to produce a contract. And the technology has improved greatly, but people still have a challenges with adoption. It's that change curve of introducing a CLM system into an organization making sure people use it, making sure you get the value and the ROI from it is still a remaining challenge that people need to tackle a little bit better. You've served in a variety of roles throughout your career. What advice can you share with legal professionals seeking out alternative paths beyond law firms and legal departments? The environment has never been better, Ari. Certainly when I started my legal career, it was fairly binary, right? You, you went to a law firm and eventually either stuck in the law firm or you went to work in-house or you went to the government. These days, there's so many more opportunities available for legal professionals. You could do everything from join a, an alternative legal service provider and do all kinds of different things inside a legal service provider from a sales role, solutioning and delivery role to a consulting role. There's the need for all kinds of data analytics professionals there's the need to marry strong technologies with people that have legal substance, right? So there's that ability to work with people on developing legal tech solutions. And most of these places are hiring and there's lots of opportunities, but then what's critical is you need to position yourself and manifest the interests if this is a career option that you're interested in taking. I mean, I would advise everybody in law school You should understand the legal tech landscape. You should understand how to use technology. 
And you should understand how to modify technology to the needs of clients and understand a more broader landscape of the way legal services get delivered and then choose the path that's most of interest to you. How do you gain that new understanding and acquire the skills necessary to make this move? It starts obviously where you just have to be interested in it. But if you're interested in it, if you're in law school, there's the ability of taking courses that are focused in this area. I mean, some schools maybe are more advanced to it than others. There's all kinds of workshops and CLM and CLE opportunities, I should say, if you started your career, raise your hand if you work at a law firm or you work at an in-house legal department and somebody is doing an initiative around working with a legal services provider or somebody's doing an initiative to implement a piece of technology. I think as long as there's the interest and the willingness to learn and really immerse yourself in it, there's a number of avenues where you can acquire those skills. How do you see the return to quote unquote normal in the next few months impacting the legal profession? A lot of thinking about what that's going to look like. Part of it is we are going to keep some of the things we learned during the pandemic. Zoom meetings and virtual collaborations and maybe a little bit less business travel, I think is with us, is here to stay, right? And it makes a lot of sense. If you think about the trouble of flying for a one or two hour meeting and the ability to use some of the connectivity tools that exist, more and more people are going to, to adopt that thing. I think it's going to be interesting what happens in work environments. Particularly law firms tend to be a little bit more conservative culturally in terms of how many people are going to be asked to return to work. And then what is that going to look like? Are you going to suffer attrition if you take too hard a stance or not? Are you going to have to adopt more hybrid environment? That's going to be fascinating. And that then leads into what's the real estate footprint going to look like for inside the legal industry if you embrace more remote or hybrid working environments. To be determined, I'm always cautious of making big pronouncements, Ari, because it's we've never lived through a pandemic, and certainly in our lifetime, to see what will be permanent and what will change. But I am hopeful that as people have gotten more used to virtual collaboration and remote working, is that they'll embrace more different ways of getting work done and feel comfortable that, in fact, work gets done well and productively, even everybody's not sitting in the same place. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Gabriel Buigas, the new executive vice president and head of contracts, compliance, and commercial services at Integrion, an alternative legal and global managed services provider. Gabriel, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.